everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Berto. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Dragon. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am so excited, as you can see. Very, <laughs> very excited. Extremely. So, uh, Berto, we're on a time crunch today. Uh, eh, I mean, you say that, but that's why I like <laughs> fucking around up so much. We have a we have a hard out because <laughs> I have a train I have to catch. <laughs> yeah, but that's like what in seven hours? No, that's in like three hours. <laughs> oh, you could just run, you could jog to it, right? No, you no, fast. it's a solid forty five minutes from my apartment. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay. We, All right. Well, I have no buffer time. <laughs> let's try to uh, let's try to get this done fast. Then, All right, Dragon. Okay. Yes. All right. First. Tell me about your weekend, Dragon. Okay. Um, uh, my my very sweet sister-in-law and her husband were visiting us from Maine, so it was very, very fun. We had a great time. Uh, I ate out a lot, so I did not feel good by the end of the weekend because I ate a lot of french fries and a lot of sandwiches and a lot of shit that I shouldn't have eaten, um, but it was really fun, and I loved it, and very excited to see them. And because of that, I actually didn't watch very much. So uh, that was my weekend. Berto, what about you? I can see that you just neglected your duties. As co-host of this podcast. Yeah, I did. Yes, I did. I'm sorry. What did you well, do this what, weekend? What did I do? Nothing. What do I do every <laughs> Still you know, on, still on Baby Watch, I believe. Yeah, basically. Uh, so here's the thing. Last week, we uh, last week we recorded on Monday. And I was yep. fully expecting for us to go to the doctors on Tuesday. And for them to just be like, okay, time for the baby to come out. Go, yeah. go to the hospital. Yep. And then every day since then, I've just been expecting to get a phone call. And that motherfucker <laughs> still isn't there. He's just hanging out, fucking just like, nope, nope, I'm staying here after I was convinced <laughs> that he was just like, I'm going to fucking pop, I'm going to pop I'm gonna out bounce, any, yeah. minute, any moment, I'm going to pop out. Instead, he's just like, nah, I'm going to stay here the whole time. Yep, yep. I mean, to be fair to him, it is probably very comfy. And the outside is not. Still, come yep. out. Jesus Christ. You're such a little baby. <laughs> You're the worst. Um, well, so that's exciting. But we do uh, have an end date in sight, and uh, I think next week, Berto, we might not be recording. <laughs> yeah, we might have to. We might have to postpone things for a couple of weeks. Yeah, Depends. take take a little Depends. hiatus. Yeah, I don't know because because people, everyone's like, oh my god, you're gonna be so busy. I'm like, it's just a baby. Yeah, <laughs> you're the worst. Yeah. What am I just gonna fucking sit here and just like, oh, I guess I'll just sit here and look at the baby instead of like watching TV as I'm doing all this. Yeah, I think you might actually have to do that, especially if like you know Caroline needs to heal. You're gonna have to do everything around the house. Oh, what what is it to do around the house? Huh? Cook, clean. Cook? Yeah. Let it, yep. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Oh, do things. Oh, okay. Yeah. In that case, oh my I, god. I cannot wait for you to text me in like two weeks and be like, I haven't sat down once. I'm exhausted. Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't turned the TV on at all. It'd <laughs> <laughs> uh, be funny. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Yes. Why don't we go ahead and get this thing started then? Since you're so adamant about getting to the train on time. <laughs> yes, please. Alright. Dragon, what did you watch for this segment? This, uh, well, I guess our segment, right? What, mm-hmm. did, what did you watch this week for the segment we like to call Dragon on the, at the, Dragon on the Couch? Wow, I'm really <laughs> fucking up today. It's okay, because it's because we're in a rush. Um, okay, so this week I only watched a couple of things. So we started season three of the Harlequin animated series. Um, which is on HBO, which I really, really like. I think it's very fun. It's just like a fun kind of adult cartoon. Um, so into it, highly recommend. Uh, it's season three. You should watch the other two seasons. They're fun. Go. What? No, you're rushing too much. That's the problem right now. You're rushing too much. The problem is that most people are going to be listening to this on time and a half, and they're going to be like, I can't, I can't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> tell me about the show, Dragon. I, I just, it's a, it's an adult animated series. It's season three. That's an oxymoron. Oh my God. You're the worst. Um, it's, it's very fun. It, and you get to, you, Berto, if you haven't watched it, you would love the Bane voice. Bane is a great character in it. Does he do, does he do my British accent? He, he does your Bane voice specifically. And, and my Indian accent and my Spanish accent. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Does it do it like that, like a it's, whiny? It's literally exactly that. You'll love when, it. I highly recommend. Watching, when you're watching the show and you hear Bane talking, do you think like, oh my god, that's my friend? Oh, no, yeah, that's not I do. I'm like, Berto voiced something in the Harlequin anime <laughs> series? You didn't tell me about it? Weird. So, uh, do I have to sue them before uh, because they stole the voice? <laughs> yes, you do. You 100% you have to sue. But you, all you have to do is play them recordings of this podcast and be like, look, mm-hmm. you clearly stole this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Okay, I'm going to move on if you have no That's other it, questions about else? Harley Quinn. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really good. Poison Ivy is a great character in it. it, it it's, it's just very fun. I think Harley Quinn is a, is a really fun character, and it's a lend, she lends herself to like a, an animated series where it can be like a little bonkers and like overly violent but funny and, and stuff. So, yeah, there I am. Okay. All right. Um, okay, and the only other thing I'm going to talk about is we uh, Andrew did his monthly stream, and he did Maximum Overdrive, which I don't think I talked about on this podcast. So uh, uh, the monthly stream, you know, it's really fun. It's over um, Twitch, so we get to, like, chit-chat with our friends while we're doing it, and it's just a way for everybody to watch a movie together. And we watched uh, – so Maximum Overdrive is the um, only uh, movie that Stephen King directed, I believe. It's the only one of his movies that he directed. That's – Correct, I believe. And the joke is that uh, the co-director for this movie was cocaine, and it's just like, like, like Stephen King literally doesn't remember directing this movie. He was on so much fucking coke at the time. Let me, let me. So I've seen this movie. I saw this movie a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah, accurate. One hundred percent correct. Yes. Um, the 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 chick that voices Lisa Simpson is in it. Uh, I think it's Yardley Smith, something like that. Yeah, Yardley Smith. Uh, and uh, uh, what's his name? Um, I should, I didn't open it. I didn't open up the thing for it because I didn't think I was going to talk about Maximum Overdrive that much. I know who it is, Dragon. Go, go. Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez, yes. Mr. Uh, Mighty Duck. (laughs) Yes, indeed. He's the main character. Uh, it is, um, it is a movie. It's a kind of a wild movie and it, like, the, the lore doesn't make sense and (laughs) the whole thing doesn't really make sense, but it's, a. yeah, if you want to see a movie that Cocaine directed, you should definitely watch it. It's it is not streaming I mean, anywhere. You can rent it basically. I mean, it's it's like a it's like a comedy horror movie, but it wasn't meant to be a comedy. Yes, right? absolutely correct. Yes, and, it's and, and it's based uh, it's based on one of off of one of Stephen King's um like novellas or like short stories or yeah, something. It's not it's, like a full it, book. If I'm not mistaken, like a truck comes to life and then like several trucks or something like that there is basically there's like a meteor or something like that there's some kind of like space event or like a solar flare i forget what it is and it just makes all of the like mechanical objects come to life but it's like really inconsistent about what comes to life and what doesn't it's just like whatever stephen king thought would look good at the time but like so like semis are coming to life but like some cars aren't it it truly doesn't make any sense um but uh yeah so we watch that it's a very fun watch with the people i think it's a fun group watch okay so um, highest of recommends highest of recommends yes if you're in a group and you want something dumb to watch and make fun of it's a great movie for that um yeah so that's that's basically it bro i didn't really watch anything else because i was outside doing like walking eight miles a day doing touristy things yeah so uh what Here, here's a go sorry uh, here's a question that everyone is wondering okay yeah. what, uh-huh. what is the third episode of she hulk like oh andrew's watching it without me it's too i i'm i I gave up on it oh it's not that i gave up it's that i noticed andrew is watching it without me and i said well i guess i'm not watching this show anymore (laughs) so here's a fun fact dragon i actually saw the second and third episode what did you think well my brother jaime uh he watched the first friend of the show was like i guess he is (laughs) uh he he watched the first episode and he was like Oh, it's it's fucking horrible horseshit. It's horrible horseshit. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, but I, I've heard, not just from you, but other people have said that, like, the first episode is just utter, utter horseshit, and then, the, like, it gets it gets decent after that. Yeah. Uh, um, so we watched the second and third episode together. Um, number one, I was like, I mean, it's meh. Yeah. It's just there. You know, yeah. it's not, it's neither good nor bad. It's just, like, honestly, in about a month or two, I'm just going to forget that I ever watched it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. And it just seems like the show is just like, you know what we should do? We should just put a bunch of cameos in this. Mm-hmm. And then jokes that don't really go together. And <laughs> then that's about it. And, by the way, the CGI is so bad. Like, I was, I was, it was distracting how bad it was. Yeah. The, the She-Hulk, specifically on She-Hulk, she looks like just a cartoon, like, walking around. It looked like she should have just been in, um, what's that fucking movie? Chippendale. Uh, uh, Mm. like that like it should have just or 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 fuck it it should have been just that if she was just a character in chippendale you'd be like yep makes sense but yeah. the fact that they're like yep this is this is marvel so it's do like, you oof. do you think they should have done like a lou ferrigno thing and just gotten like a really really jacked lady and painted her green yeah like it's just get like a crossfit chick yeah and just have her walking around and then whenever she like talks maybe just put like peanut butter on her teeth so when she <laughs> moves her mouth Ferno. Well, I'm assuming. Have you have you seen any of the fucking um, 
CrossFit chicks, like half of them are from Iceland, so they barely speak English. <laughs> That's okay. So you're not going to have her voice it, right? That's terrible. <laughs> I just figured they could do like a CrossFit chick who can act. It can't be that hard to find a CrossFit chick that can act. And then they could do forced perspective know. to make her look really tall. I mean, they could. Or <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> That's the most. That's the I just, you know, I just want, I just want someone to have peanut butter in their mouth, so they have to like talk, and then people voice over it. And I mean, this is with everyone, children, other actors. I want Tom Cruise in the next movie to be doing that. Fun fact: that's actually exactly what they did with Lou Ferrigno. One hundred percent. They just put peanut butter in his mouth, and then he was just like moving his lips. <laughs> and he was so excited for the peanut butter because you know how the bodybuilders love peanut butter. <laughs> hilarious okay anyway okay. yes tell me more no right. um oh it's your segment yeah. now okay why don't you tell us about what what you what you watch with a little segment what is it called bird on the bed first off why do you why does it sound like you're in such a rush we still got like a good hour before you get a fucking you know start having a panic attack <laughs> i don't know because i'm very nervous and about it i am going to elongate everything as much as possible so that we can get right up to that point you're everyone can hear such a troll such a troll okay go so number one i watched the little show dragon it's called the sandmans Mm -hmm. all right now this one is on the netflix machine it's a uh miniseries uh or i guess it's a miniseries i don't know what the fuck you would call it but it Mm. basically (laughs) is 11 episodes Okay. And uh, I was very excited about this because, you know, it's like an award-winning comic. It's based off that. And uh, the the backdrop of it is basically um, the Sandman, or they call him Dream. He has, like, several names. Mm-hmm. But he, they call him Dream and then a bunch of other names that, you know, whatever, everyone just calls him. <laughs> okay. Um, pretty much what happens is he is going to the – to the he, he's the he's the lord of dreams. So he's mm-hmm. not even a god. So he's, like, more than a god. He's, they call him the Endless. Okay. I don't know why. But anyway, he is like the physical embodiment of dreams. So he is the the king of dreamland. So when you go to sleep, you go to his land and then he just like like his 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 people like make the dreams for you. Okay. Um and he gets captured for 100 years and uh escapes. Mm-hmm. And now he has to like get his powers back by getting his amulets back. I described the first three episodes or four episodes. Okay. And then after that, they go into different episodes. Okay. And, um, man, I did not like the show. Did you read the comic? Uh, no, but I know, I know people who have. And, again, it's like an award-winning comic. I mm-hmm. was, I was going to read it, but then I found out that it's like a hundred or something like comics. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a uh, – no, no, thank you. Yeah, but they have pictures. Yeah, but still, it's like a hundred fucking things, you know? Yeah. I got shit to do, Dragon. You absolutely do. No, not yet. <laughs> I got Netflix shows to watch, Dragon. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so it's, since it's Netflix, like, every other character is uh, somehow gay, which is <laughs> weird. Like, like literally, like, ha- like more than half the uh, cast, not the cast, I'm sorry, but more than half the characters in the show are gay, which is um, like, man, this it's weird. Wait, but weren't sure. we? Weren't we? Weren't we talking to one of our friends about this? And she was like, "Okay, two characters are gay. You're exaggerating." No, 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 no. She was talking about something else. Well, oh. I, I don't know. I don't know what she was talking about. But she, I think she was talking about a previous in can, uh, in cars. You know what? What is? Yeah. It? What's the word? Uh, 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 oh my god, I can't think of the word now. Yeah. Right. You see how hard that is? Oh shit! Previous. Uh, we'll think about. Thing. We'll think about it after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She, she was talking about a previous version of this. And Incarnation. Like, Incarnation. Yeah, that's, yes. it. that's the word. See, we're smart. We're smart. We're, smart. <laughs> we're absolutely not, but okay. But, and like, it just, the show just meandered so much. So, mm. so much. And by the way, I would say uh, somewhere between 50 to 60% of all the actors are terrible in it. Mm. Which is frustrating because the main actor is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um they have someone playing Constantine, who they gender swapped. Apparently, all they do—they love to gender swap on this, because <laughs> like male characters turn into women. But yep. that's fine. I, honestly, honestly, that that didn't take away from the story. Okay. If anything, I I really like the uh, Constantine character to the point where I was like, why is she only in one fucking episode? <laughs> um, and like they—it's it's, it's just so weird. It's so weird because the concept is so genius. And then it looked like they were like, let's put money into making this this weird comic come to life. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, actors? Nah, just hire anyone. Who gives a shit? Maybe they blew their budget. 
I mean, Jesus Christ, they got really bad actors. And everyone's from, like, the England, so, you know, they all talk English, but it's all funny. <laughs> Maybe they're, like, good actors in England, and it just Maybe. doesn't translate. Just doesn't, when they, once you, it's, you, maybe it's that. Maybe it's because they're like, oh, 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 dream, come here, dream, I will dominate. You know, since they're all like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. suddenly like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But, uh, no. Like, it's, it's just, it's filled with so many bad characters. And then, like, there's several episodes that I'm just like, what, what the fuck was the point of that? <laughs> like, seriously, what was the point of this episode? It, it was just weird. It was just weird and just bad, and I hate, I didn't like it. And I was like, man, I, I, I'm so depressed because I feel like I really would have loved it yeah. if it was one of the stories instead of like seven. Yeah. And just smushed together. That's what it felt like. They were just smushed together with no, no real purpose. Yeah. They just took seven stories from the comics and they smushed them together. And then instead of having like one cohesive story that I could follow. Well, what a shame. So, yeah. I mean, mm. I guess in the end... It's just amazing that they did something. Right? <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. I mean, it's out of shit, and they had a lot of money behind them. So it's actually, it's, if anything, it's more depressing they did that. <laughs> you really, you really uh, took the, the meaning of that, like, oh, it's just impressive that they made it, and I like shit all over them with it. That's, that's fun. I mean, it's just impressive that they took tens of millions of dollars mm. and just flushed it down the toilet with <laughs> shit. Uh, okay, Bruno, what else did you watch? Went to rush. Um, <laughs> next, I watched a little movie, Dragon. Mm-hmm. It's called King Solomon's Mines from 1986. Uh, there's like several, in, in, uh, again with the Inca- E word. Incantations? In, inca- no, it's not incantation. Several E words. <laughs> <laughs> Iterations? Iterations? E- by, by the way, uh, I looked up the budget for, for The Sandman. Yeah. $165 million. Per episode or overall? Overall, okay, $165 million, and they didn't have, they, they couldn't spend another five to get good actors. <laughs> it's fucking, it's amazing that they did that. Interesting, um, okay. Okay, sorry, so I watched King Solomon's Mines. Incarnation. It it's from uh, 1985. Now, Dragon, I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of Indiana Jones, right, Dragon? Sure. You love the Indiana Jones. Sure. Now, here, I'm going to sell this movie to you. Okay, imagine mm-hmm. Indiana Jones uh-huh. with worse actors, <laughs> less charismatic. Okay. The storyline doesn't make sense. Nice. Uh, it's more racist, but, you know, it was, it was the 80s. <laughs> okay. So it's just normal. And um, just bad, bad overall. It just felt like, it, okay, so this movie, it, obviously, it's, it's uh, this is actually, it, it, this book, this is based off a book that was written in the 1880s. Okay. And, uh basically they would they would turn them into like movies tv shows and uh serials so like like radio shows right um and what happened was uh george lucas and they like fucking you know uh what's his name spielberg they would listen to these and be like oh man i used to love these alan quartermain stories and then they were like oh let's try to recreate it and since they didn't have the original stuff they just like i kind of remember this i kind of remember that and then they made indiana jones Oh, interesting. Okay. So, so Indiana Jones is like a copy of an Alan Quartermain, but not a direct copy. It's like an inspiration of it. I see. Okay. But here's the thing. They didn't have the original concept to copy off of, so they were able to just go nuts and do their own thing and then be like, Let, let's make a good story instead of the shit that we had. <laughs> right. So um, that's why Indiana Jones is amazing. And then after Indiana Jones, they were like, hey, let's do the Alan Quartermain stories. Starring your boy, Dragon, uh, Jesus, why is this, why is there no, I'm, I'm sorry, starring, uh, uh Sharon Stone, by the way, yeah. Ooh, yeah, okay, Sharon Stone, got it, got it. Sharon Stone, in this movie, by the way, she is terrible in this <laughs> Okay, fair. Terrible. And everyone's favorite, Richard Chamberlain. I, I don't remember who Richard Chamberlain uh, is off the top of my he's, head. He's one of those guys who, like, was a big star in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and then, um, uh, towards, like, I think it was in the 90s, he was like, hey, everyone, guess what? I'm gay. And everyone's like, what? The women love them. Yeah. So he's one of those guys. Okay, uh, interesting. But, yeah, he was an action star. But, I, anyway, this movie was not good. It was, I mean, honestly, it, it, it would probably be good on, uh, what's his name? Uh, your boy, your husband's uh, stream Twitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Andrew? <laughs> Did yeah. you forget Andrew's it, name? <laughs> no, I just didn't want to say it. I just kept 
I didn't want to say Andrew because I know so many Andrews, you know? Oh, right. Uh-huh. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but basically, yeah, it, it, it just, it, it was stupid. I guess you can enjoy it, but it, it, it was one of those things where it's like, are you guys trying to be, have fun with this or are you trying to be a serious movie? And it kind of put both feet into, into both ponds mm. and then it came out as being shit. Okay. Shame. Yeah. You know, I guess in the end, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Next, Dragon. Uh-huh. Now, Dragon, you know me, right? Mm-hmm. What am I? Man's man. I'm a man's man, all right? And I'm a real cute kid. And part <laughs> of being that means that I enjoy reading reading the books, right? Mm-hmm. And what do I love the most? History books. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay? And so I basically read a little book called The Indianapolis. Nice, relaxing story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, just, God. Oh, I was just like, let me just curl up and just get lost in a book for fun um basically it is about the ship the Indianapolis which if you're not aware of it it's the ship that delivered the bomb to uh some island in Japan it took mm-hmm. it took the bomb the the H-bomb and delivered it to an island in Japan to then be dropped on uh uh fucking Nagasaki I think okay yeah it was one it was one or the other, but basically, yep. on the way back, they got sunk by a submarine. Yep. And no, it, it's famous because in Jaws, uh, the guy tells a story. Yep. About it, and basically, they get sunk, and within like twenty minutes, the boats in the water, all the people in the water, and no SOS had been sent out. Yep. And because they were trying to like, you know, uh, because they were trying to minimize communications at that time, because the Japanese, you know, everyone's trying to listen to everyone's communications. Yep. No one, no one reported that it wasn't in, uh, that it didn't arrive when it should have. And it, it wasn't it at a time where like it would take, like there was like a fluctuation of number of days that it might take. And it was such a secret mission that like, they no, just, no. okay. It was go. literally, it was, li- so the, the book goes into it. It's literally that they, they were supposed to dock, like on Tuesday, they're supposed to dock at a bay. Mm-hmm. At, at a at a port whatever and like the guy noticed w- one guy noticed like oh this this boat didn't come in but he was told like hey nothing goes over the radio waves unless mm-hmm. it's extremely important he didn't think of anything of it and just moved on mm. um and basically they uh you know it got sunk and then these people were in the water for five fucking days yeah and it is some of the most horrendous stories you will ever hear like fucking water is basically you just have water everywhere it is in it's in august so like it's a hundred degrees outside yeah these people are in salt water uh humid as fuck uh and by the way the salt the water is also covered in fucking oil because you know they sunk a goddamn ship yeah and uh so all this oil would then get on the guy's skin and burn their eyes and then melt their skin off and then also like gets get stuck so when the water would come back in and like hit it mm-hmm. it would like get peel the skin off horrifying and, yeah by the way and and you have that going on you have people who like literally are just barely kicking barely being able some of them like uh half of them have um uh what do you call it like rafts uh i'm sorry like life vests they, mm-hmm. they, they can they somehow are able to find some rafts so like the, the worst injured people go in the rafts people are like People still have burns all over their body because, mm-hmm. you know, a boat's some fucking sunk. And, like, they're in the water for five fucking days. And I think on day three, they said that's when the shark showed up. Yeah. And basically was just eating the... And these were, like, man-eaters who yeah. were just, like, nipping at their feet. So, like, just just imagine the worst, the worst thing that's ever happened. Yeah. And then, like, th- this is far worse. Yeah. <laughs> and, so 900 people went into the water and about 300 came out. Yeah. And the, the only reason they came out is because a fucking plane was just flying and then looks down in the water for no reason and just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. It's like shiny. He sees the oil and then he's like, there's people in the water. And then he communicates back. He's like, oh, we got men in the water. Yeah. And then they're like, this could be a Japanese uh, trick. Yeah. So as they're approaching, they're like... Uh, this might be Japanese soldiers in the water, and then when we approach, they're going to sink our ship. Because, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, fucking horrible. And then, basically, the, the craziest story to me is that when they got there, like, there was a ship that was on their way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're four hours away. We're going to get there and, and rescue as many people as we want. And, um, th- and that's when night came. 
and they were like what? so what the what the the, the what's it called the captain of the ship said was turn the turn the light on and point it to the sky so that the guys know there's a ship coming mm-hmm. and it's like and everyone was like what the f-? like we're supposed to not even have we're not even supposed to be smoking on top of the ships because the japanese could see us yeah and yeah. this guy's basically like just turn the light on because they, they need them they need the morale boost Right. They need to know so, that that help is actually coming before they give up. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And th- there were several people who even said like they uh, as I was reading this part, I was crying because it's <laughs> like, oh, when when someone is basically just like, no, 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 it doesn't matter if we die. It's like they need the moral support. Yeah. And like, yeah, it basically like and there were men who said that they were about to like give up and then they saw the light and suddenly that like helped that like pushed them to be like, like just a little bit longer. Right. Live. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, and then of course they blamed the captain of the ship. I remember for, that for part of it. Yeah, fifty fucking years they blamed the captain of the ship until one day a, a high school kid saw was watching Jaws, found out about that story. He's like, why has no one ever told the story? Yeah, and then started doing research and then found out they blamed the captain and then went to Congress multiple times and fought for the fucking the the the, the, the for the captain who was already dead so it was, mm-hmm. it was the the other men who were like 80 or 90 years old who were all like you fuckers blame the captain mm-hmm. for this how dare you and basically went to congress and they, ha- they overturned it congress had to overturn it because it was like yeah you 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 fucked over the guy even the the captain of the japanese submarine who sank it was yeah. like I don't know why the fuck did you blame the captain? He yeah. was the guy who went to the final senator and was like, sent him a, a called him up I think or sent him a a, a letter yeah. and was like why are you blaming him? It wasn't his fault. Yeah. And that was finally what did it. Isn't isn't that wild? You know, yeah. I remember every t- I've I've heard like a couple of different podcasts describing the Indian- the Indianapolis disaster and one of the things that is crazy to me is to think like like how many times this happened and the none of the men came out of the water so we just don't know the story we don't know the story yeah 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 just some ship sank and then like well those people never made it like you yeah. don't whether they're dead they're gone yeah yeah no it's crazy and um, you have no idea favorite, what they went through or anything like it and then to hear yeah. like these people be able to say like it was worse than you could have possibly imagined for those those of us that survived the initial like sinking crazy my my favorite was uh, i was listening to a podcast and uh the, they they played a tape of an old guy who was like 80 describing the story and he's like this is the first time I've ever told the story yeah. and just telling him talking about how his friends were just being eaten alive burnt by oil and then they paused it and were like imagine explaining to this guy that you uh, need a safe space because someone someone called you a name yeah <laughs> they just like just imagine that imagine a, a teenager coming up to this old man and being like someone someone called me a name and and, and now I need, I need to go sit down for a bit because <laughs> I, I'm hurt and it's just like oh yeah yeah, yeah, real. That, that's a real man, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was just like, ugh. I, you know what? I, I wish the water had taken me. <laughs> Come back, sharks, please. Terrible. This is what. Him. This is what I died for, basically. Yeah. This is this is why I'm haunted. My dreams are haunted for the for eighty fucking years, so yep. that this fucking asshole can can go through this shit. <laughs> I know. Imagine living. Imagine living to like the ripe old age of like eighty, ninety, and that's what you experienced, and you're just like looking around being like i listened to my friends be eaten alive by sharks after yes. their after their skin had been cooked for days at sea mm-hmm. and here you are complaining that you know oh, someone called me someone called me fat <laughs> it's like you oh it literally is that thing where it's like it's i why why did i even bother why did we bother you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe maybe we deserve to be fucking uh, uh, invaded by Japan. Terrible. Okay. <laughs> the, these are right, these are the, these views are not represent the, the Berto's views do not represent Dragon at the movies as an entity. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yes, I do. Damn it. No. Uh, yeah, I am like skating on the line of being canceled right now. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, it's it's, it's the hard. last one. Here's it's the, the last thing. one for a little bit, so you may as well. <laughs> yeah, I might as well. Fuck it. Let's get canceled, Dragon. <laughs> okay. Next. Uh, Dragon, I watched a little comedy special. Yep. All right. Now, it is called Bo Burnham Inside. Uh, do you know who Bo Burnham is? I do. And I've heard of, I've heard of this. I'm interested to see what you thought of it. 
um, so uh, my brother put it on. And he was like, yeah, you know, it's like this comedy thing. And, like, it's kind of like music, but also, like, some skits and this. And immediately I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to hate this. <laughs> just because, like, it just sounds like everything I would hate. It right? does, yeah. yeah. Music, fucking, it's like, 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 I really love stand-up comedy, but, like, like uh, it's sometimes people deviate away from it, and then I'm just like, Ugh, oh yeah. god, what are you doing? This is embarrassing. <laughs> um, so he put it on. I, I fucking loved it so much. <laughs> I, I love this I, so so much. So I miss. I didn't see it, but I've heard basically everybody I've ever talked to have been like, it's great. You should watch it. Yes, one hundred percent. It is great. You should watch it. Um, I, what was funny is that like he. So I think there's like. 18 or 20 songs something like that mm-hmm. um i've heard at least half of them on instagram because people <laughs> use them for their instagram videos yeah. and it's so funny and it's just like one it's one of those things where i'm like i'm i half believe he's losing his mind mm-hmm. because basically what he did was he he started comedy again in like january 2020 mm-hmm. and then the pandemic hit and he was like okay i'm gonna make a comedy special with just me in my room in my house yeah by myself my apartment yeah and you can see him slowly losing his mind <laughs> and then just making like comedic songs but then skits with it and then like the physical comedy is so funny <laughs> and there's a couple of um there's a couple of ones that fucking made me laugh so so hard like he yeah. did one called the uh, white woman's instagram <laughs> which is literally just him describing what's on white women's instagram dragon i i feel <clears throat> personally attacked by this <laughs> He did one called Problematic, where he's like, oh, I'm, I, I dressed up as Aladdin once. And he's like, I didn't go brown face, but it's still weird. <laughs> <laughs> but the entire time, like, the, the video of it is him, like, like working out. And then, like, there's one part where he just falls to his knees, like, no. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. So, highly recommend Dragon. Nice. Dragon I, watch it specifically. I, I do want to watch it. I do want to watch it. Um, yes. And he, I remember he made a movie, right? He directed a movie. A couple of years back called um fucking christ eight eighth grade oh i uh, loved eighth grade yeah i was gonna say i really love that to the point where i, I told my chick like we we should watch it especially because she's like an eighth grade teacher yeah i'm like i really think that you would like this in particular a hundred percent dragon that scene towards the end when the dad is talking to her mm-hmm. whole, i like i'm sure if i watch that now i'm just gonna cry like a fucking maniac you birdo you <laughs> yeah Although when I first watched it, I didn't cry. Yeah. But I was still like, oh, that's a pretty good scene. But yeah. now I feel like I'm just going to like ball like a fucking baby. Eighth, eighth grade was like the best representation of my like eighth grade experience. Like as like a little <laughs> like, you know, uh, very, very awkward girl in like the suburbs. I mean, I wasn't a girl, but I still like I, I had a lot of it, too, which is like don't I don't have many friends. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you're kind of like you're almost embarrassed to be in your own skin. Yeah, and that it it showed that so fucking well. Yeah, it really did. Uh, yeah, so probably by the next time we do this, I'll watch it with Machik, and we'll talk about it. I I would um, love to. I would love to hear what she thinks about it. Yeah, me too. All right, no. let me do one more, and then we'll we'll move on, right? Okay. Uh, so I let's go to little, your boy Joe Bob's corner, mm-hmm. and I watched a little movie called Dead and Buried. Uh, so this is a movie that's like. People are going to a town, visiting a town, and they keep getting killed. Okay. And uh, it's just like a slasher like that. So a cop has trying to investigate to figure out what is going on. I I believe I've seen this, and I believe I loved it. Um, yes, it was it was good. I liked it a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot as a Joe Bob film because it's yes. like it's just so weird and quirky that he gets to point out how weird and quirky it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good one, especially for Joe Bob. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it, Dragon. Nice. I don't know what else to add to it. I mean, I think that's like, it's a Joe Bob, you know. You, I feel like that's, like, a, a good, like, uh, barometer of whether or not you like it. If you generally like Joe Bob things, you probably like it. Yes. That's a good good point, Dragon. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Let's, uh, I'll leave the rest for next time, okay? Okay. Sounds good. All right, Dragon. We made it, okay? With enough time to spare that you're not going to have a panic attack. Am I right? So far. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Dragon. Let's do a little segment we like to call Dragon at the Movies. Dragon? Yes. You picked this week, kind of, right? Sort of. I was, this is yet again, but Berto going, I want to do this movie, and it's your week. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So So basically, 
Sorry, I, I, you, you, instead of having a panic attack every fucking week because you're yeah. like, fuck, I forgot to pick the movie. 100%. I went, why don't you just pick this one? And then you went, okay. Yeah, 100%. But every, no. literally every week, Berto goes, don't forget you have to pick the movie this week. And I say, okay, cool. And then we start recording. I'm like, fuck, wait, Berto, I didn't pick a movie. <laughs> By the way, let me just say, I was so annoyed because it was on Hulu. Yeah. And then September 1st, which was like the day after we recorded, yep. it decided, you know what? We're going to go now to fucking Showtime or whatever it is. We got to be and careful. We got to be careful about the movies we pick when the months are changing over because this has happened multiple times. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is the second or third time this has happened. It's yeah. very annoying. Oh, so, well. Well, you know, what are you going to do, Dragon? It was already had, too late when we figured it out. We had the Blu-ray and the 4K of this, so <laughs> we, I was well, good. <laughs> I streamed it. I'm not going to say whether it was illegally or not, but, you know, I did stream it. You streamed it. Okay, so Let's we... Just, sh sorry. Sh should I Should I introduce the movie? Yeah, I was just going to make a joke, but I guess, you know, your movie introduction is more important than my jokes. I mean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dragon. Go ahead and tell us... Tell, give us the, the deets of this story, Dragon. Okay. The so, deets of the, uh, of the movie, sorry. So we watched uh, Hot Fuzz, the 2007 uh, Edgar Wright comedy spoof on action movie or buddy cop kind of action movies. Um, it comes in at two hours and one minute, directed by Edgar Wright, starring Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Timothy Dalton, and a bunch of other people. Um, Berto, remember last week when I was like, there are four guys, right? And you were like, what are you talking about? It's because I was getting Hot Fudge, uh, Hot Fudge, Hot Fuzz, <laughs> and World's fudge. End. I was, I was uh, combining Hot Fuzz and World's End in my head. Oh. I was yeah. going to say uh, Jim Broadbent, who's the inspector mm -hmm. of, the, of the small town, but, you know, that would have been, I mean, I think that would have been fine if yeah. he said his name. Yeah, but no, I was just, I was fucking up in, in my head. Um, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, Hot Fuzz. Uh, I, I saw this in the, Dragon. yes, go. Hold on. You have to give us one of your world famous oh. <laughs> Dragon at the Movies synopsis. Okay, so this movie is about a, a big-time cop in London in a city um, who's doing too good of a job. So his uh, he's making all the other cops look bad, so his superiors ship him off to a small little town where there's no crime in the hopes that he just like kind of quietly goes away and stops making them look bad, and instead he unravels a mystery of crime in the small town. Uh, you mean a conspiracy? Conspiracy, thank you, not a mystery. Conspiracy of crime. <laughs> A crime ring, if you will. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's Hot Fuzz. All right, Dragon. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, I guess let's go into this dragon, right? Uh, yes. I mean, uh, there's not much I can again. I, I mean, that's pretty much the plot. That is, yes, that is the plot. It's just, you just forgot one major thing. What? Hilarity ensues. <laughs> and hilarity ensues, for sure, yes. It is, a, it is an Edgar Wright movie, so hilarity does, in fact, ensue. <laughs> All right, Dragon. So you were telling me, what about this movie, Dragon? You were saying that the first time you saw this movie, something. Oh, yeah. So I saw it in theaters. So I was a huge fan of Shaun of the Dead, of course. Everybody loves Shaun of the Dead. Um, and uh, this is, I believe, the second in the Coronado trilogy, trilogy right? Correct. And World's End is the is the third. So I, yes. um, uh, I was really, really pumped to watch this. And me and Andrew saw it in theaters um, when it came out in 2007. We'd only been dating probably less than a year, maybe a year at the time. And uh, and then I didn't watch it again for a really long time. I, I have since seen it a couple times. This was not my second rewatch, but it's the one I feel like I've seen the least out of the three. Like Shaun of the Dead, obviously I've watched a million times, but um, so it's really, still this is it, the least. Yeah, this is the least the the one I've watched the least, and I th I think it's because like you know it, it, it's not. Um, it's not the one that like it's not the genre of movies. It's not spoofing the genre of movies that I'm like is my favorite. I think mm -hmm. is the thing about it. Um, and and, and okay. that's not to say it's not really good because it is. I very much like it, but it's just like you know the genre itself is not my favorite. Okay, I get you, Dragon. Yeah, I get you. I can't. I can't. Uh, I'll pick up what you're putting down. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Brenda. What about you? What do you? How do you feel about Hot Fuzz? Uh, well, I, well, here's the thing. I didn't watch it until probably, oh, man, maybe a few years ago, three years ago or so. Mm. And like, I, cause I always heard about it and I knew it was like, like people always said it was good, but I never watched it. And then I watched it and I was like, oh my God, this is like so brilliant, especially as a man who loves his, uh, action movies. Yeah. I was going to say was sort like, of, sort of made for you. Yeah. It's like perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Because it's like just making fun of all the action movies. And then it specifically makes fun of two action movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which it's is great. 
<laughs> and I'm so glad that uh, so the first time I watched this, I had never seen Point Break. I actually watched Point Break this year for the first time. So yeah, it's, it, it, it made it sorry, so much sorry. better. <laughs> yeah. Point Break. Have you ever seen Bad Boys 2? I think so, but I don't remember it. Um, it just makes the, the ending a little more, a little oh, more fun. I did recognize but, that, yes. Yeah. It's, I mean, you watch any Michael Bay film, it's, <laughs> you, get the, you get the reference. A thousand percent. But yes, it, Point Break is like, it's so fucking perfect for this movie. <laughs> it's so perfect that they, they specifically said, hey guys, understand these two movies and you'll get all the jokes. A thousand percent. <laughs> okay. So, number one. I'm saying that again. Number one, um, do you like the fact that after watching the movie Supercop, we have an actual Supercop? I do like that. I, I, I liked, I, and I like that, like, Simon Pegg is not, like, he's, like, he's, like, kind of a smaller dude. He's, like, not in shape, and I still like that they still make him, like, the absolute, like, RoboCop kind of type guy. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love that he's a Supercop, but they actually show what a real Supercop is, <laughs> which is, he is a guy who's, like, no, like, this is, like, this this is what police work is. I'm, I'm doing like the actual like I sit, I talk to people, I, I get to know the areas, and then I make arrests, and then I, I enforce the law. That's what a super cop. And then they show how annoying it would be to have a real super cop because he, him, he has to be like, hey, how dare you do these small petty crimes? Yeah. And that's what he's chasing. I also like that it's, he's like loves the paperwork. <laughs> so it's like that's my favorite thing. After they watch Point Break, and he's just like, that would be so much paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> And then all the paperwork scenes are filmed like action scenes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the favorite part. Like, the, the scenes that you would have these big action set pieces and, like, with the big, like, te- you know, uh, what's it called? The big editing and the the, sh- the, the sounds and all that stuff. That's, yep. that's the scenes that he's just, like, doing paperwork. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's so funny. It is hilarious. Uh, I also like that that like his girl he they they introduce his girlfriend that entire scene is so fucking hilarious and ju- brilliant because mm-hmm. they're all every like they're doing CSI and they're all dressed in white <laughs> and all these people are like hello <laughs> and he's like oh, oh oh and then he he keeps mistaking people but then he's like oh yeah uh, are you dating Bill and he's like oh, did Bill look like the type of guy I would date you see him like all disheveled and he's like no I'm dating Alex and it's just the guy standing next to him they look exactly the same because they're dressed all dressed the same and he's like hello well, that that scene was funny too because Andrew was like do you know who the lady is and I was like no he's like it's Kate Blanchett I was like what what really yeah that is great dragon do you realize this movie has Kate Blanchett Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and then it has uh, what's her name, Coleman. Is it Col Col Coleman or uh, Olivia Coleman? Mm, who is mm. that? Oscar winner. Who is she playing? She, won, uh, she was the uh, other detective. She was the one who's always making the the raunchy jokes. Oh yes, she's very funny. I I like yeah. I like her a lot. She's in multiple things that I was like, wow, she's really really good. She was yeah. in something called Broadchurch. I really like that show a lot. And oh, I I did, never uh, seen it. I, I liked it a lot. And then she, uh, she, she won the Oscar for The Favorite. Yes, I remember that, The Favorite. So, like, it's amazing. Like, she has such a tiny role in this. <laughs> or such a, such a, like, who gives a shit role. And it's like, that's an Oscar winner. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But there's a lot of, like, I, Martin Freeman is in this. Like, it's, a, it's yeah. like, so I, I think there's a, there's a thing where, where there's, like, 20 British actors, right? And it's just mm-hmm, they'll all do whatever because British movies are just like Edgar Wright is a, is a filmmaker that I'll, pe- British people like. So they're like, yeah, I'll be in your, you know, silly movie yeah. or whatever, your silly comedy that you're putting out. They have Bill Nighy. Yeah. Okay. Bill, I love Bill Nighy. Yeah. As like a uh, cameo, though. Yeah, but still, I love that guy. He's yeah. fucking great. They yeah. have so many people in this. Like, for real. It's a lot of like small, uh, small people. I don't know what you call it. Like small parts for these big name actors that yes. it's like you are way above this but for they're, some they're cameos basically they're cameos yeah yeah well, i mean you gotta fucking take my my excitement and just turn <laughs> it into a word but sure <laughs> yes oh peter jackson is in it <laughs> wait what peter jackson is the the santa like at the at the beginning and they make a reference to like hey, father christmas he it's peter jackson in the santa suit <laughs> wow really that's yeah crazy that's hilarious yeah uh, all right, Dragon, let's move on because okay. you have a time crunch. I mean, we only have, what, an hour? No, I, we have less than an hour. <laughs> now that i got to edit right. this. <laughs> 57 minutes. All right. <laughs> so uh, what, another thing I liked is, number one, is that apparently he's super PC. <laughs> <laughs> 
I laughed every single time. They were like, uh, we no longer call it the force because it's they found it's too aggressive. Uh, it's a police officer, not a police woman. Yeah. Well, I th- I didn't think I didn't see that as PC. I thought I saw that as they changed the guideline, and he will absolutely one hundred percent always go by the guideline no matter what. No, but that that was what it was meant to show. Is like yeah. they they are you know they're being P- they, this was. Essentially, what what the director was doing was like, what does everyone hate? They yeah. hate it when they like change names for stupid reasons. Yeah, and obviously, he would be a guy who's like, you have to follow the guidelines. Yeah, so it's an annoying quality that he has. So they did it specifically to be to show him being annoying. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, but this is what the world is actually doing now. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I found funny. It's like, oh, this joke is no longer funny because it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look at Edgar Wright being ahead of the times. I know it's crazy. It's crazy, but um, yeah, I like that. And uh, one thing I actually really liked was uh, what's his name, Nick Frost. Mm-hmm. Like they they made fun of Nick Frost because it's like, oh, he's not a good police officer. But every single like scene, you saw him learning from Simon Pegg. Yeah. So like Simon Pegg would be like, we're no longer calling them accidents because it implies that you know it wasn't someone's fault right and then like later on in the movie he says something to someone he's talking to someone just like offhand and he's just you know he doesn't call it an accident he yeah. corrects them for calling it an accident he, he calls it a collision mm-hmm. so it's it's like it's like he he's like as much as they're making fun of nick frost for being a crappy police officer yeah. but, you know in a town that i mean honestly doesn't need police officers yeah they're they're basically like yeah but he wants to be a police officer and here he is like actually learning well, well, it's like it. It it's also just shows like how how much everybody has just been like, nah, he, we don't need to teach him anything. And then the second somebody pays attention to him, it's like a little kid, you know, that like in school they're not doing well, but it's because nobody fucking pays attention to them. And then suddenly they get attention and they actually do really well. Yeah, for real. Yeah, no, you're right. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like Timothy Dalton, who just plays like the the, the he runs the sorry he's the owner of the of the supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> And yet he's like the big bad, but like you can tell from the moment he comes in, it's like, oh, that's the big bad. Yeah. And then later on they describe why he's the big bad, which is hilarious. Can I just say, the reason, the, the, so the entire movie is like all these quote unquote accidents keep happening. (laughs) Yep. And Simon Pegg is kind of like, all right, something weird is going on here. (laughs) <laughs> and to be honest, most of them seem like accidents. Yeah. Until like the last one where the what's it called? Someone killed a woman with the hedge clippers. Yeah. And he's like, and then they're like, yeah, it's an accident. And they're like, how is that an accident? Like I, I saw it happen. I just I love them. They oh she tripped and fell on her shears. It's fine. And she's like, but I watched a person do it. And they're like, oh, it's an accident. You're crazy. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, but I, I love the fact that he puts together this grand conspiracy as to why the murders are going on in the town. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, it's because of money. Because mm-hmm. he's, so, he's trained like this is, this is why people do things. They do things for money. And he's like, oh, obviously, all these people are connected. And they're all connected to this financial deal that, that was happening. And then Timothy Dalton is behind it because he's trying to stop this transaction because uh, if that transaction happens, it's going to seriously affect his money and he's going to, yeah. he's going to, he's going to, his finances are going to be ruined and then this and that. And then in the end, it's like, oh, it's so much simpler, so much dumber than I, that. I loved that so much. I love the explanation at the end where it's like, so it, first of all, I, you know, I love a cult. <laughs> like, just yes, like straight up. I would like to some kind of a little bit be part of a cult. I just think it looks like fun. Um, you but are. Uh, I, I, yeah, I guess I'm friends with you. I guess that that's sort of a. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm pretty much a cult leader. <laughs> yeah, you try to be anyway. It's just nobody follows you. That's <laughs> all. Uh, <laughs> But that that last part where they're like, no, 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 we killed him because he's a bad actor. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, my God, this person found out about this because he knows about that. And he's like, no, 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 we killed him because he's a bad actor. I mean, he was he murdered Shakespeare. How dare he? I it's loved like, that you, so much. You like you killed the, the newspaper guy because. He was onto your conspiracy, and he was, they were like, "No, no, no! It's because he kept messing up the spelling in the newspaper." He's like, yeah. "We, we have, we have standards." <laughs> <laughs> was it they killed the one guy with the mansion? Because it's like you, you killed him because he bought some plot of land for some financial thing, and they're like, "No, no, no! His mansion was just ugly." It was just that monstrosity <laughs> that he built. Yeah, and then what was it? It was like, "Oh, you killed, um, you killed the the woman with the shears. Mm-hmm. You killed her because, uh, because." 
because she found out about everything and they're like no 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 it's just because she was gonna leave the town and we're like we can't have her her skills of a <laughs> of a florist to go to another town that'd be exactly crazy. that'd be crazy you can't and have that and it's all just to win the award of best town from some newspaper yeah <laughs> like that's the entire conspiracy Oh, so good i i love I, I just love the absurdist like but it is such a like small town thing though to be like obsessed about like this one thing that you can be proud of in your town and you like actually make it actively worse by trying to like make this one thing happen it's great yes yeah for real it's so it's so funny how everyone was oddly obsessed over this stupid award <laughs> and to the point where they were they were okay with killing everyone and then yeah. they, they were like, it was the guy in the back who was like, oh, look, the human statute is the most, he is deprived and this and that. Mm-hmm. And that guy's like going crazy over things and they're all like, eh, it'll take care of itself. Yeah. And it's basically them just killing all the ruffians in town. <laughs> exactly. But yes, they literally killed everyone. Everyone who's like, they, and as Simon Pegg pointed out, he was like, you guys are, you appointed yourselves judge, jury, and executioner. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And that's when Simon Pegg, he was like, I'm going to go to London. I'm going to bring back, back the the cops from there to take everyone down. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he sees the movie of, uh, what's it called, of um, Point Break. Yep. And he's like, no. And then he buys the sunglasses and he heads back. <laughs> so fucking good. I like that he took the time to watch the movie, too. That's, that, was, that was my favorite. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's so funny how the movie starts with, this is what a real super cop is. Like, he's a guy who talks to the people, he finds out all these little things about them. Like, he legit did amazing detective work to come up with that whole theory as to why Timothy Dalton was killing everyone, right? Yep, yep. Like, legit. And then he was like, like, that is a genius way of putting everything together, because he was paying attention to everything, he was writing down all the information, mm-hmm. and then he was able to put all that together, and then in the end, he's just like, no, I'm going to be a super cop by just shooting everything. <laughs> The I, movie just, the entire ending of the movie is him just in a completely different <laughs> action scene movie. A hundred percent. But that's what makes it fun. You And then you get you get our sweet Danny, our, our sweet Nick Frost, being able to be live out his action film dreams. It's great. Yes. And then I love how, how they, <laughs> he put some guy, he beat up the lurch and mm-hmm. then put him in the freezer and then went over to, to Nick Frost and was like, uh, what, uh, he's like, uh, I put a Nick, uh, what's it called, lurches in the freezer. And he's like, cool, did you say cool off? And he's like, <laughs> no. Like, oh, you, you messed up. Oh, that was so, that was, was such an easy one. But early, like, but, then, but then he goes, but earlier I said, and then he like says one of his fun lines early. And he's like, nice. It, it was, uh, he gave him a, he was like distracted by a toy. And he's like, uh, playtime's over. And then he picks oh, yes. him up. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> It I just like so I just like funny. during a shootout taking the time to explain the joke that you said earlier. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, so that that entire action scene, and then of course I love the fact that like the cops all show up to stop Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, and then mm-hmm. he just quickly explains this co- this stupid complicated thing, and then they're all like, oh okay, we're gonna be on the good guys. I loved it. I liked all the other cops not being in on the like conspiracy and just being like, oh yeah, they were just really bad cops, like just straight up yeah. horrible cops. And then one person comes in and is like, have you guys noticed this? And they're like, huh, yeah, I guess that is a little weird. Yeah. Okay. So that's so then the, we'll help you take them down. It's yeah. so fucking funny. So good. Um, I also love that like little jokes in the beginning are set up in for the end. Do you realize mm-hmm. that? Like uh, like um, what? Like when he meets the the Andes, the two mm-hmm. Andes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, he meets them, and then one of them is tell, is talking to him and at the pub, and he's like, "Oh, uh, uh, did you know that everyone in this town is armed to the gills? <laughs> everyone is armed like crazy." And he's like, "Really? Who?" And he, then he's like, uh, "The farmers," because it makes sense, because like you know, farmers would need rifles and stuff yep. Yep. to go hunt, yep. hunting and shit. And then it's like it turns out, no, literally everyone in the town is is armed. Yeah. In that final shootout, everyone is just shooting each other. It's fucking crazy how many people are armed. And by the way, no one was killed. Yeah. <laughs> well, part well part of that joke too is like it, it's like who, who who's armed? Farmers, farmers and their mothers. And he's like, well, who? Like, or, or everyone and their mothers and who? Farmers and who else? And their mothers. And then later on, you see a farmer and his mother both pull a gun out. That's like the first people yeah. he comes across. It was funny. Yeah. And call back. You have the priest. You have the priest who's armed. You have the yeah. guy who's always walking around in the giant jacket yeah, armed. Yeah. It was so fun. The woman on the bike, she had guns in there. Yeah. Like, why do these people have so many guns? 
And they're British, too. These British people don't have guns. Yeah. Um, all right, Dragon, what else, Dragon? Tell me. Tell me what it is you thought on this movie. Um, I, lo- I love the, uh, in, in like, like midway through the movie, um, Nick Frost is talking about the point blank uh, scene where he shoots the gun in the air because he just can't shoot the person. And then, like, he gets yeah. to play out that scene later. Great. Mwah. Love it. Yes. And also, they, they watched um, Bad Boys 2. Yeah. And they show the scene of Bad Boys 2 with, uh, what's his name, the Michael Bay shot, which is mm-hmm. 360 shot of the heroes, g- like, looking up to the sky. And then they do that sa- exact same scene as a helicopter flies over. It's fucking hilariously brilliant. It's so good. Yeah, it's like this entire movie is a setup for the, uh, for the end scene. Oh, for sure. Which is like... Yeah, they're basically like, this is what an action movie, they, this is what a real police officer does. This is, a, this, these things in action movies aren't real. And then at the end, they just make it real. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's the same with them. Um, it's the same with Shaun of the Dead, right? Like, this is, this is how uh, zombie movies play out. But in reality, here's the end to how it would actually play out. We just put the zombies to work because they're good at, like, demeaning menial tasks. And that's it. Yeah. Like, it's so good. <laughs> no, for real. Um, I did love in the beginning when he like shows up to the to the to the pub for the first time and just like kicks everyone out of the bar. Yeah. And then they're just you can see why everyone hates him because yeah. it's like oh now now you have no business and the, the guy was even like eh you know you'd rather have the kids in here drinking than out there doing stupid shit. Yeah. And then because he did that because he kicked all the kids out of the bar you realize they all got killed. Yeah. Like later on they show the dead bodies and like the kids are in there. Yep, for sure. And it's, and it's literally the guy being like, no, no, we're here protecting the kids so that they're in here drinking rather than being out there fucking around doing whatever the hell, you know, I don't know. Hurt, hurting our town that, that we need to win Best Village Award for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with graffiti. Um, I like that, that they set up the, the fact that the farmer has an entire arsenal in his garage yeah. and they set it up just... Just so that Simon Pegg had an excuse as to where he got all his guns from. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and we get the great we get the great bomb, uh, like underwater bomb thing, or what is it called? Sea mine, the sea <laughs> yeah, mine. The sea mine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. obviously has to come back later. Oh, of course. Yeah, everything comes back later, basically. Yeah. Um, what else, dragon? That's the fun. That's the funnest part about Edgar Wright movies. Like the the they're I feel like they're shot very similarly. Like those three movies have the the same quick cuts, the same like sound editing that I noticed throughout. Like uh, just like the certain sound effects are louder than others, and certain sound effects like don't actually go with what's happening. They're just there for like comedy, and you might not notice it. Yeah, like, I was I was sorry. Yeah, no, that was it. I was just gonna say like that. He, that's that's very similar throughout all like all three of those those movies, and it's fun to see just how that works with different genres. I think. Yeah, his um his edit his editing is amazing. Mm-hmm. It honestly like it, man, it just reminds me how good of a director Edgar Wright is, mm-hmm. and then it makes me wonder like his last two movies like man, what happened? What, what were happened? his last two movies? Last Night in Soho and um Last Night in Soho and then the Driving one. The dri- drive? No, it wasn't drive. It was the one oh, where he's ba- like, uh, baby driver. Yes, that was it. Yeah. That was it. I liked yeah. baby driver. I well, last no, night I in Soho, I didn't love, but Andrew liked it. So what can you do? Last 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 night in Soho, the editing was good. It's just the the, the ending was like, man, you went too weird. Yeah. For that ending, and uh, baby driver. Honestly, I watched it, and then halfway through the movie, I was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair, and I get it, but I I still liked it. I get. It. I mean, I get it. I, yeah. You know, I, but I like. I like good things. No. I tell you. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. What else, bro? Can we just explain how the swan saves the day? <laughs> Again, another joke that's set up early in the movie with a, a swan on the loose, and then they keep seeing the swan throughout <laughs> the movie. And then at the end of the day, he's the swan is the one that saves the day. Well, I <laughs> like that. Like I- in the trunk. I love that. I love that. Like they're doing this high speed chase with these people and there's all these shootouts and there's guns going on and he sees the swan. He's like, well, I still got to do my duty and grab, grab this swan that's been missing yeah. that we've been trying to get for the past few days, put it in the, tr- the back of the car. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, I, I also at that part, I was like, do British do British police cars not have like the the divider dividing the back and the front? I guess it doesn't. I guess not. You know, the British are weird people. Yeah. Yeah. They I mean, don't even carry guns. 
let's let's be honest also like i know they they speak english well yeah they, they don't talk with that stupid accent i know they do what when oh. when, um, when americans are not watching you know they're talking like we are and then the moment an american shows up they're like what one of my favorite gags was the uh the the farmer that like speaks in with such a thick accent that nobody can understand him except the the other guy and then you have to have like that chain of people uh interpreting yeah. <laughs> i Hilarious. love i love that i think that's so funny uh um all right dragon uh can i just mention that the uh what's it called mm-hmm. oh fuck oh i was so happy that nick frost was not in on it that he he was like kind of in on it but like ignorant to exactly how bad it was oh yeah because when he first shows up and tries to like first shows up and it's like no not nick i was when i first saw this i was like oh no i was so happy with him not knowing what was going on right and then the fact that he's like i kind of knew what was happening but not not the full extent right he was like that's just my dad's little club that he goes to yeah like he he understood that they were doing stuff but he didn't realize like they were killing people yeah so i was very happy that that happened and then, and he fucking saves uh he saves your boy Simon Pegg. I know, it's so sweet. Yeah. Um okay, let me just mention two things that made me laugh really okay. really hard, okay? Yes. Number 1. Um Simon Pegg uh, drop kicking the old woman. Yeah. Oh my God. I that was I, honestly so because I've seen this movie a bunch. I like know the beats and I don't like laugh out loud at it anymore. But that one mm-hmm. really got me. That got me good. And then you see her I, later and her nose is broken. She's all bloody. Hilarious. I can't tell you I how hard I <laughs> laughed out loud when that scene happened. Holy shit, was that so funny? <laughs> um, and that one, and then also the scene where the reporter dies, when that literally the thing lands on his head. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so gory, it's so needlessly gory for no reason. <laughs> it's so funny. I really there's a there's a couple of things in here that I'm, you're like, oh Jesus, that's really gory. Like the car accident with the heads off and everything. Like they're actually some, yeah. it's a, some of it is surprisingly gory, and it's just like oh delightful in this like kind of funny dumb romp, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, Dragon, let's talk about the very last scene. I guess you could call it the epilogue? Yes, yes. So they, they capture everyone. Amazingly, no one dies <laughs> in the town. They, they are able to arrest everyone. Yep. And then uh, basically, um, what's his name? Uh, they go back to the police station and they're all doing the paperwork because they're all <laughs> excitedly doing the paperwork. And they're like, we're going to stay here all night. Oh, the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Again, call back to fucking, uh, to, to, to him watching the action movies. <laughs> and that's when you see the, they, they forgot about one guy and he comes out. And then the entire police station blows up. Yeah, so good. And, and, the, and you have that giant, like, war scene at the end that doesn't make any fucking sense. Nope. <laughs> everyone is, like, stumbling around dirty, but yet somehow everyone lived. it is it is i feel like i feel like that's kind of the nice things about these movies is like right is like happy endings all around like we don't need to be we don't need to be dicks about this this is for fun he was literally about to kill nick frost and then he was like you know what no no yeah no 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 no. i don't i don't we don't need to do that let's have fun he's everyone loves nick frost (laughs) even in fucking uh shawn of the dead everyone loved nick frost and they were probably all mad like i was so sad when he got bit I know. Because I was like, no, no. And this is probably him saying, I'm sorry for ha- having Nick Frost die. Yeah, all apologies. <laughs> yeah, here's your apology. Here's 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 my apology. Yeah. So, you know, here. He lives at the end of this one, despite, you know, him being in a building, get, getting shot in the stomach and then being in a building that blows up. Yes. <laughs> I guess I'll let him live. With absolutely no <laughs> negative consequences from any of that. Healed up nope. fine. <laughs> No, and that he's still the action hero that we love. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, Dragon. Yes. What are you... The, I guess we should just call it, right? Yeah, final thoughts. All right, Dragon, what are your final thoughts on this movie? Um, oh, I guess the, the only... The only the scene that actually made me also laugh out loud was after, uh, after um, Simon Pegg fights Lurch in his hotel room, and he has to pick up the radio and pretend to be Lurch, and he's like, yerp, mm-hmm. yerp, and then... He, <laughs> And then the guy yeah. asks him a, a no question where the answer would be no. And he goes, narp. And just like me. <laughs> <laughs> like that really got me. That got me this time really good. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that, that is my last LOL. And I think that's a good thing to, to enter final thoughts on. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so what are your uh, you, yeah, what are your final thoughts, Dragon? I mean, great. This trilogy is great. I think I think I would rank Hot Fuzz last in the trilogy. It would be Shaun of the Dead, World's End, and Hot Fuzz. However, it's still amazing. Like, all three are, are amazing movies, and I highly recommend. A, a 10 out of 10, uh, even though I don't rate on that scale. Um, so I would give it a Smashly. Smashly. Very, very interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Thank you, Berto. What um, about you? Yeah, I... So I know you, you, you say this is... I actually think The World's End is the least of my favorite in the Cornell mm-hmm. Trinity. Yep, okay, but, um, I get it. It's been, it's, I've only seen it once, and it's been a long time since I've seen it, so maybe if I rewatched it, I would be like, oh, no, it's actually blah, blah, blah. I like the but, friendship. Um, I like the friendship stuff a lot. Yeah, no, it's very good. It's very good. Yeah, um, yeah so I give this movie, in Dragon, um, hmm, what would I give this movie? I guess I would give it, like, an 8 out of 10. Yeah, that seems right. I mean, it's really, it's really fucking smart. It's funny. It's really good. Um, yeah, I really like the fact that Simon Pegg is the super cop, despite not looking like a super cop yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Very, very good. I, I truly love it. Um, yeah, and Edgar Wright is just, man, he's a, you know, he made two, three great movies and enough. You know, well, no, I like Scott Pilgrim, too. So four great movies. <laughs> so, you know, what can I say, Dragon? Yeah. He's made some good movies. Yeah, your boy. agreed. Agreed. Um, okay, is that it, Bernard? That's it? Those are your final thoughts? Um, I remember there was one more thing I wanted to say that made me laugh, but really hard. Are you looking uh, at your notes? No, yeah. I, I, no, it's, it's not, not that big of a deal. All right, let's, let's, let's finish this, Dragon. Okay, All so right. uh, I technically picked this week. So, Berto, if we get to do a podcast next week, which I highly, highly doubt, what are we doing? Yeah, so again, we're probably going to skip maybe a week or two, depending <laughs> on uh, how busy I get. But um, basically... <laughs> yes. Yeah, but by the time by the time uh, we record again, I shall be a zaddy, Dragon. A mm-hmm. zaddy. Very exciting. Uh, but anyway, I decided that we are, since we've concluded hot action movie uh, summer, mm-hmm. we're going to move into hot action movie fall. Okay, great. Perfect. <laughs> now, Dragon, what's your favorite type of action movie? I, That's I, right. Okay. It's, it's a one-man, see, it's a one-man movie where a guy is literally in a car making phone calls. Okay? <laughs> Two, and oh, sorry, 90 minutes of just that. Great. We're going to watch... We are going to watch 2013's Lock. All right? It's directed by your boy, Stephen Knight, and it's starring one of your favorite of all Thick Boys, Dragon. Okay. Tom Hardy. (laughs) Great. Perfect. He's the man in the car making the phone calls. And and I know you're saying to yourself, Berto, how interesting can it be that one stupid fucking guy is in his car making phone calls? That doesn't sound interesting in any way. Correct. Which I say... You will be astonished how fucking good this movie is. I mean, I do like Tom Hardy, so that's a plus in the correct direction. Like, I, I saw this movie uh, a few years ago, and I was I was blown away by how good it was. So, you know. <laughs> All right. High praise, Berto. Prepare for it. Okay. High praise. All right. Well, we'll see you. Uh, Berto, I guess I'll, I'll, we'll talk when we talk. When yeah. I, I, I have a feeling you're going to be like, Dragon Knight greatly overestimated how how, uh, how much time I would have, and we cannot do lock for the next month. I, that's what I expect. I, I feel like I'm just going to be, the next time I record is going to be on Friday or next week, and I'm just <laughs> going to be talking, and the entire time you're just going to hear a baby like, ah, <laughs> we'll ah, see. We shall see. <laughs> yeah, those are the so baby. Just, those are baby noises. Yes, I just can't wait just, for you to come yeah. on in a month and just be like, "Oh, uh, dragon." By the way, I was wrong. But those are not the noises baby babies make. <laughs> it's more like screaming. Right, well, <laughs> just be ready for for the next time we record, dragon and uh, Alejandro at the movies. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right, dragon. Go ahead and send us off. Oh, oh okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.